0: You can turn your Bibles to the Gospel according to John, 14th chapter. Turn to the Gospel according to John, 14th chapter. We will look at verses 1 through 7. If you're not there, say hold on. If you're there, say "Amen." amen. Let us begin. I am reading from the New Living Translation. It says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. No, we do not know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know whom my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Going to deal with the seventh I. The, sorry, the sixth I am statement. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if you can help me announce this subject, if you will, to your neighbor, say, ask your neighbor, tell your neighbor, knowing the way. Knowing the way. If you look to your neighbor to the other side and tell them, knowing the way. We pick up here in the gospel of according to John, the 14th chapter, a very familiar passage. We hear it many times in times of bereavement, and times of a lo- loved one has gone home. These are definitely words of consolation to know that Jesus has prepared a place for us over in glory. And then we heard the song earlier today in worship that I have a new name over in glory. But if we look at the time that he writes it, he writes this after he has washed his disciples' feet. And during this time of this discourse, he says some troubling things to them. One, he says to them that I won't be with you. If your best friend told you I'm no longer going to be with you, wouldn't that upset you? Wouldn't that be on your mind like, wait, wait a minute, wait, where are you going? And he gonna say that where I'm going, you can't go. Wait, all oh, you you messing me up now? I, I, we, we best friends. We boys. We we've been down for a long time. These past three years, that all of a sudden you just gonna up and leave me like this, and then you're gonna tell me I can't go with you. What are you talking about? And on top of this, he dropped a big one on and said, one of you is going to betray me. Oh, you playing now. What's really going on? We we boys, we've been friends for these past three years. We've seen you walk on water, feed so many people. You, you've done so many miracles, brought people back from life. That boy, Lazarus, you know he was dead four days. You brought him back. Then all of a sudden, we so tight, you're going to tell us one of us is going to betray you. Peter got adamant. Peter got adamant and said, no, it's not going to be me. He broke it down to say, yes, you're going to deny me three times. Now, now, can you see why the hearts are troubled? They they heard that their best friend, their leader, their their teacher, their rabbi, their confidant, the one they believe to be the holy one, the one that's going to redeem, the one that's going to bring them into a great place of victory and peace, told them that he was going to leave them. One of them is going to betray them, and they can't follow him. But he says, let not your hearts be troubled. Think about in our lives Have we have not reached conflicting information in our lives. You receive that one phone call and your heart is troubled. (laughs) Or you don't receive that phone call. Come on, somebody. And your heart is troubled. You go to a place and things don't look right. Your heart is troubled. You know, it's amazing how things come in our lives and trouble us because we do not know what's going on. That's where fear comes into place. Fear comes in the place of doubt and misunderstanding. I heard one person use the acronym for fear as false evidence appearing real. And so if it's, if it's false evidence appearing real, then I looked at faith as fully abiding in the truth. <laughs> in the true Holy One. That's where we get our faith. So Jesus let him know that you might have doubts. You have misunderstandings of who I am or where I am going. But I'm here to let you know, let not your hearts be troubled. Look at what he's saying to them, saying, look, look, look. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Why? Look what he says. For if you believe in God, what? Believe also in me. He's letting them know that if you believe God, believe me. He's showing a correlation here that if you trust God and you trust the prophets, then also trust me. Then look what he says that in my father's house, there's more than enough room. Another King James verse says, room with many matches, helping us out to understand at that time of the, when a child lived with their parent, they lived in apartments. What we call apartments, right? You have a building with many rooms. He called that an apartment. So that's what he's talking about, that my father got enough room. So but basically how I see it, my holy imagination, I see God with a law for me. And he's letting them know that, look, look, my father has room for you, so don't be upset. Don't be troubled because I'm preparing a place for you so that when I come back there, you could be with me also. Now look at this. Look closely here. I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. And you know the way to where I am going. Now here's some conflict information. Didn't I say that you can't follow me? Didn't I say that, 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 that where I'm going you cannot go? But then he tells them again that I will show you a place and you know the way. Now they're really confused. That's why I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> where are you going? What's the way? And look how we shifted. I am the way, the truth. And the life. Look at verse 7. He clearly points out that if you've seen the Father, you've known me. If you know me, you know the Father. What he's pointing out here clearly for us to understand that many times we get troubled, that many times we get perplexed, that many times we get lost in our lives is that we lose our identity. When we lose our identity, we're, we're then caught up trying to be somebody else and do other things to be like somebody else. But Jesus let them know don't try to be like anybody else, just follow me. And, and when we realize who we are following, then we know who we are. And when we know who we are, then we know what to do. As the saying goes, if you, carry, if you carry around a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And that's a problem many times in our lives. We try to solve the problems with what we know. And what we know is oftentimes limited. We need other tools in the toolbox in order to accomplish the goals. That's why a good a tool man, a good worker always has a room full of tools. Because you know one of them is going to fit the job. Jesus is letting us know that who he is and who he is to us. If you had really known me, you would know my Father, who my father is. And from now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is when it really woke me up. To realize that in order for me to know the way, the truth, and the life, I first have to know the Father. In order for me to know the Father, I first have to know the Son. In order for me to know the Son, I first must believe who He is. And that's why He came. To show us the way. And to show us the way, He has to reveal Himself to us. He first says, I am the way. Look in this text clearly here. And... From my understanding, after he washed the disciples' feet, the other gospel says that they gathered all that was eaten and they left singing hymns. So I'm assuming after they got done singing, Jesus started teaching as they were walking towards the garden. And as they're walking this way towards the garden, going down this road, Jesus tells them, I am the way. Now let's look at this look at the symbolism here. They're going down a road, and Jesus says, "I am the road." They're on their way to the garden, and Jesus tells them, "I am the way." He is pointing out to them, "Look where I am leading you." Where is he leading them? He's leading them to the cross. This is his last hours, but he says, "If you know me, you know the Father." He's driving this home because he's about to leave them, but yet you look further on to John, the 14th chapter. He said, I won't leave you comfortless, but I will send the comforter. But for the time being, right now, I want you to really know who I am. Because if you know who I am when I am gone, you will know the truth in spite of what other people will tell you. Can I drive this home where well, you know somebody and they want to talk about somebody in front of you? You get up and you defend them because you know who they are. And you say, you can't talk about my boy like that. You can't talk about my mama like that. You can't talk about my friend like that. You can't talk about my husband or my wife like that. And those other people get mad at you saying how they know some dirt up about them and say, how are you going to defend them? And this and that because I know them. They try to say Jesus was a liar. He's not the Christ. But they said, no, I know him. They try to say, he's not the son of God. But they're like, no, I know him. Jesus is letting them know that I am the way. And the way kind of stuck with them. I can imagine because you look in Acts the ninth chapter. It says they are the followers of the way. And when they said that they are the followers of the way, they're referring that they were Christians. We are called Christians now, but Christian then was not a positive term. They called the followers of the way or of that sect, they called them Christians first in Antioch. It wasn't a compliment. It says, that's them folks following the way. But now we proudly proclaim, yes, I am following the way. Yes, I am a Christian. Yes, I am a child of God. That's why Jesus is letting us know that it's okay to be in the way. Because if you're on the road, you're in the right direction. And so if we're in his way, that we're following his way. Look how he's leads them. He's leading them to the garden. And to the garden, that's where he was betrayed. But before he was betrayed, he was in prayer. One way in following the way, we need to be in prayer. Jesus told them, pray. Pray so you shall not fall into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So one way for us to stay strong in the way, we need to be strong in prayer. Second part of us being strong in prayer and following in the way, the second part is this, that we need to first be able to deny ourselves. When Jesus was in the garden, he denied himself. How did he deny himself? You're asking such a great question, such alert today. Thank you, God bless you. This is what happened. He was betrayed by a kiss. The armies came around him, but a man named Peter put out a knife, cut off a man's jesus stooped down picked up the man's ear put it back on and he looks at you die you live by the sword you die by the sword and do you not know that my father got 12 leaves of angels waiting on my beck and call i can call them down if i want to slay all of them but you know what i will deny myself I already know who I am. Can I drive it home a little bit more? If you look back in John the 13th chapter, he says the father has already, oh my goodness, has already given me all authority, so let me humble myself. That's when he got up. He got up to wash their feet. So he already knew who he was, but he humbled himself because he's showing us the way. You deny yourself, then he what? He picked up his cross, did he not? And then he died on the cross for our sins. So he's showing us the way that we need to deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and what? Follow him. And when he died on the cross and they buried him in the grave, where did he go? He went to the Father. So you need to pray. You need to deny yourself. You need to carry your cross and follow Jesus to the Father. Tell your neighbor, that's the way. And so when he says, I am the way, then he says, I am the what? The truth. What is the truth? Well, this is the truth. Jesus said in John 8, 31, if you continue in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine. And you will know the truth. And the truth will. All right. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? The truth is absolute. The truth will set you free. The truth does not waver the truth does not change. The truth is always the same. Can I help you out that Jesus says, I am the truth, which means that everything he says is true. So nothing comes out of his mouth is a lie. Can I help you out? That's why many of us have to go before courts and senates and many places and swear, I swear to tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Right, right. So help me, God. Right, right. But if Jesus had to say that, he said, I swear to be me and only me. Because he is truth. So we can't be contradictory. He will always speak truth. But the problem lies with he is the truth. Then why do we lean to our own understanding? Because our own understanding satisfies the flesh. Our own understanding makes our senses feel good. Or sometimes our own understanding numbs the senses so we feel even better. Y'all with me here? I, I don't got to be suspicious. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But here it is. If God is truth, then all else is a lie. I just want to drive this home and leave it alone. <clears throat> Genesis, first chapter, first verse. In the beginning, God. Science deals with theories. Theories are not absolute. They're not truth. But the theory is what? The Big Bang Theory. That this is how the earth came into to be. Well, I'll take your theory and I'll match it with my truth. Here's my truth. Before, there was a void. Big Bang Theory said there was a void. Okay, that matches up. Elements... We're around, and all of a sudden they collide and made the earth. Huh, that, that's okay. That makes sense. But here's the thing. Science also says everything comes from something. So where did those particles come from? In the beginning <laughs> was God. You see, if the truth is the truth, it always remains the same. So if he is the truth, that means his laws are true. His word is true. Jesus Jesus is truth. His word is true. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. And the word was with God. The word became flesh. David says, I will meditate on your word. Your word is like it's sweeter than a honey on a honeycomb. Your precepts, your, your commandments are try and true. More precious and finer than pure gold. What is that saying? That when you have something that's truth, that's worth of value, it's something to hold on to. If you have something worth of value, I collected basketball and baseball and football cards as a as a very very young young man I don't collect them too much anymore but if I see a good one I might get one but as a young kid I I will go to every grocery store and buy me a pack of cards I will throw the gum away because that gum was stale and no good I would throw the gum away but I will flick through and try to find me a good card and at that time there's many cards that cost two hundred and three hundred dollars but you could pay. 50 $0.50 cents and get a $300 card. And when you got that $300 card, all your friends would be envious of you, and they would try to trade you, anything and everything. But if you had something that was true, oh, you would lock it up. You would you would put it in a nice glass case, not plastic, a glass case. Some of y'all collectors might catch on to that. And, and, and you would put it in a place that you could always see it, but it never left your sight. Which means whenever you walked in your room, you saw it. And when you left your room, it was still there. And people wanted to see. You You went in with gloves and bring it out so you want to see. And then you put it back. And if they wanted, they would try to give you everything. Or they will give you your favorite. Because sometimes, you know, a card that you had that worth a lot of money wasn't your favorite player. And if you was a true collector, you wanted all the cards of your favorite player at no cost. And so they would try to give you, I'll give you this collection of this. He'd be like, no, I can't part with this. I, I see what you're trying to give me. It, it appeals to my senses. I enjoy this player. But what I have right here is worth more than that. Can I drive this home? Jesus came and provided himself, which is the truth. Oh, the world has given you all kinds of things that will satisfy your senses and make it look good and make it smell good and make it even taste good. But at the end, you'll get sick to your stomach and to your core. But Jesus says, look here, I've come to give you life and give you life more abundantly. So if you just hold on to what is truth and forsake all else, you will find out that you'll find you'll have peace and joy. That nobody else can give to you. Tell your neighbor, that's the truth. Hold on to the truth. Because I am the way. I am the truth. Then what did he say? I am the life. When we get to the life, what I like about the life in John 1 4 says, in him was life. And the life was the light of men in him was life and the life was the light of men cannot drop this little bit closer here we have the s-o-n the sun who is the light and we for our understanding one right the word I so great life is the s-u-n the sun and the sun beats down on the earth and brings forth life as it brings forth life it helps us to understand what life is i see my mic is going now i got my help on his way and when we know who does who the son gives us life and produces life. We realize how we want to be in the light. If you're not in the light, then you're not able to receive the nutrition and the nourishment that you need. The SUN provides life. That's why we even mark our days by the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Can I drop it down? Then you need to recognize and mark your life to the rising of the sun and the going down down of the same that you need to wake up with Jesus, you need to go down with Jesus. You need to talk through the day with Jesus and walk with Jesus. Every time you look up and you see the sun, that's a remind you who put the sun up in the sky. And say thank you Jesus for always being up and looking at me. And can I drop something for you real quick? Even when the sun set, it's still up. So you may see the moon up, but the sun is still shining. You might see the stars out in the sky, but the sun is still shining. What I'm trying to say, is that in your dark days, in your dark times, it has not stopped Jesus from moving in your life. Because he is the life. He provides life. He gives life. He's the life giver. Tell your neighbor, he's the life giver. Oh yes, he is. And so when you see the Son as your life, he who say he who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have the life. Find that in First John five and twelve. Jesus broke it down to Philip with his beautiful question, "Where are you going? Where is the way?" He says, "If you know me, you know the Father." But before he got there, he, he emphasized to them, saying, you know the way. He told them, you know the way. Jesus was speaking a prophetic word into the lives because he knew that they will come to the understanding of who he is. And he's saying, you've seen me all this time, Philip. You've been with me from the beginning, Philip. You know me. You went and go to your brother Andrew. You know me. So if you know me, guess what? You know the Father. Ask your neighbor, do you know him? Somebody no. ought to have been talking. Yes, I do. Somebody ought to have been talking. But I ain't going to give you no, you know. Go ahead and let your neighbor know if you're here and tell now. Yes, I do. Because when you know him, when you know him, this is what else you know. You know peace. You know joy. You know love. You know grace. And you know, grace is twin mercy. You know that even though you might suffer here on this earth, great is your reward over in heaven. You know, though though you may be broke and down and out, that you got riches that cannot be measured ever on this earth. You know that people may talk about you behind your back, but you also know that Jesus is calling your name. And when you know this, you're not worried about, Anything else, but you are concerned about Lord. Am I doing Your will? Am I doing Your will? Doing the Lord's will will cost you. It will cost you. And 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 this is the truth that has to be preached. I, I say it, and you probably get tired of me saying. But I I don't get tired of telling the truth. It's not guaranteed. That you're going to have a perfect life here on earth. It's not guaranteed that you're going to be all that you want to be here on earth. But what is guaranteed? That though we do not know what we will be. We've had a glimpse of what it's going to be. Paul wrote that, realizing that I've seen him, I know him, I've tasted him, and I know that I don't know what I'm going to be, but I got a glimpse of what it's going to be. Jesus letting them know, you don't know right now, but you will know because I've come. I am the exact replication of the Father. When you've seen me, you have seen him. And if you've seen him and you're alive, that means you got life. Somebody didn't catch that? The Bible says no man can see the Father and live. But Jesus said, if you've seen me, (laughs) you've seen the Father. What he's pointing out, that you can't make it on your own. You can't see your father on your own. But when I stand in the middle, the middle man stepped right in. How did he step in? He stepped in so that you would know the way, the truth, and the life. You can't get there on your own. But Jesus provided the perfect example. He gave us the roadway. He gave us the example. Do you understand that even in our automobiles, which move very fast, and we get to places, but yet if somebody has not built us a bridge, you can't get over water. There's many barriers in our lives you just can't get over, no matter how much things you have. But Jesus says, I'll provide the bridge that will reconcile man back to God. You can see how powerful this bridge is that reconciles man back to God that it can even work in our lives. That you can have reconciliation among one another when you're willing to deny yourself and pick up your cross and follow after. When you realize that it's not about you, but it's all about him because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Can I drop it real quick, real quick to you? It's not your way. It's not your truth. And it's not your life. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So if you want the right way, it's his way. You want the truth, it's his word. And you want life, only he can give it to you. So where are you? Where are you? Are you willing to obey? Are you willing to show integrity? Are you willing to humble yourself and really acknowledge that, Jesus, you are the strength of my life. Jesus, you are my direction. Jesus, you are my all in all. You are my truth. You are my way. You are my life. And when you realize that, watch watch what happens. Every morning you get up, you won't do anything unless he says so. You won't go anywhere unless he sends you. It's amazing how you won't even watch certain TV shows because Jesus says, I don't want to watch that with you. He said, Lord, I want to spend more time with you than this TV show. It's amazing how you'll change your music. Jesus said, I don't want to listen. Well, I don't want to listen to that either. It's amazing. But yet, are you going to be sensitive enough to the unction of the Holy Spirit that it will lead you? Because the Holy Spirit will give you sensitivity. I'm going to close with this. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm trying. I'm trying. Jesus says this that before you come to the father you need to reconcile with your brother leave your gift after altar and go and reconcile with your brother can, can, I, can I drop it he does not say who he says that when it comes back to you when you remember oh yeah I got quiet the Holy Spirit will remind you of who you have us with And regardless of you saying, I apologize to them, you have not reconciled. So you need to go back and be obedient to the unction of the Holy Spirit and let God work with you as he works with them. Because let me tell you again, it's not your way, it's not your truth, it's not your life. So say, Lord, I will go to that hard place you want me to go. Because that's where you want me to go. Because if it was so easy, then everybody would do it. If it was so easy, then Jesus would not say, I'm the only way. But no, he says, no man can get to the Father but. Through me, And so he made it clear, and that's why we have to understand that if he can send Moses back to Pharaoh, you know they wanted to kill him. But if he can send him back and say, let my people go, so enough. If he can deliver Daniel from the lions, then so enough, Sarah, Misha, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, If God can bring them out of desperate of despair. How dare you be scared to go to somebody and say, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Can we reconcile this? How dare you not think that your God can't help you out in that situation? Because he's the way, the truth, and the lie. Come on, say with me. Because he is the way, the truth, and the lie. One more time. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the every head bowed, every eyes closed. Father, we come. thanking you, Lord. We magnify you, God. We worship you, God, that you are the way, that you are the truth and the life, and that no man can come to you but through Jesus. And, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you provided Jesus, oh, glory, as the perfect sacrifice, Lord, because we know that we are sinners. The wages of sin is death, and the gift of of you, oh, God, is is eternal life through our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, and we thank you for that gift. And, Father, Lord, we've made up our minds. That we want to make it all about you. That the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart are being acceptable in thy sight. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Maybe stand and stand in the hand of the disciples, and there might be someone here today that's given a life to Christ.